Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the OG Therapy Podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy. And this is actually a three-part series. This is the final port. Part, port, part. I can't talk right now. This is going to be the part that's going to talk about the last stage of the question we just talked about. And this one has to do with your kid giving up. So Jason, why don't you tell them what the last question was and how we're doing a part two to the last question, but it's a three-part series. Yeah, so the original question was, how do you talk to your kid when they complain about playing time in sports? But you can see they aren't as practiced or ready as the kids in the game. And then as we went through that conversation, it came to this point where it was like, well, what happens if they want to quit after you've had that conversation? What happens when your kid's ready to quit sports? They've been working so hard and now they're not playing they're like you made a good you made a good point dad i do suck okay i'm gonna quit you're like, no that's not what i meant <laughs> i'm out of here <laughs> we needed this the whole time <laughs> yeah you gotta do more of those drops jason okay yes. well next time <laughs> all right so this is the part two to that question so it revolves around how do you get your kid to not quit when things get difficult? Now, this question is going to be around sports, but I'm sure the information we'll be given could be relevant to anything besides sports because, let's face it, sometimes our kids want to quit. Sometimes we want to quit when they want to quit. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we're like, we're tired of driving yeah. you there and paying for it anyways. Yeah, let's, get, let's all right. quit together. But we know as good, upstanding parents, we got to stay in the fight. we got to let them know. Not only should they not quit, but if they choose to stop doing something, that's different than quitting. Mm. Quitting is like you don't really even get enough momentum going. You're like, okay, I'm out. I quit. When someone like they get to a point in their career, they've been doing for something for a long time, they choose to not do it anymore. That's a choice versus quitting because they've had enough experience to know if they're good at it, you know, if, if they're passionate about it or not. So this is for those kids that they're not getting enough playing time. They're not getting what they want from practice from the coach. And then they, they vent to you. And then, then you tell them, Hey, you know, listen, just, you know, everything like we talked about last podcast, you know, whatever their issues, whatever their blind spots are. And they may just say, well, you know, that sounds like too much hard work to become a starter on the football, basketball team, soccer teams, swim club, no matter what it is. Sounds like that's too much hard work. So yeah, uh, I guess I'll just quit because I don't have a chance anyways. How does it make you guys as parents feel? Let's just talk about the, the reality of it. When you hear your kid just be down, and even though you got younger kids, Kenneth, I know you've had this experience, when you could tell they're like, fine, I'm just going to quit. They just want to give up. And they have that look that we've seen in ourselves a hundred times where we're like, this sucks. It's not going to where I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Why yeah. keep on trying when my end result at best will be, I might be average or decent. That's usually hard to encourage someone to work really hard, spend a lot of time and effort outside in the heat, doing hard sports practices just for a maybe. So what's it like for you guys when you see your kids disappointed and down and want to quit? Let's start with the emotion first. 
Bless, Bless you. you. <laughs> so, Jason, what, what, what's it like for you when, when, when you have your kids just getting down on themselves want to give up? And they even threaten to give up and even try to give up. I'd say it probably cuts real deep because I've had the same feelings, you know, where I'm like, man, I, I know how they feel. Like, I mean, I could even liken it to asking the girl out that would never say yes. <laughs> you know, like it cuts real, <laughs> real hard. And so like, or, or the times when I knew I was not the best one on the team, yeah. I was not going to get to have any more playing time. And I remember statements versus questions came into play for me when I was ready to quit uh, different things throughout my life. And rather than my parents grill me and interview me of all the things I hadn't done well, like, did you practice enough? And did you, did you eat enough to gain the weight you needed to, you know, be bigger than the guy that took your place? Like they would just have a statement like you've worked so hard. You've come so far. Um, I would recommend you sleep on it. Let's talk about it tomorrow. And uh, that's really helped me with my own children. And even with the things where in my business or my life, I've been ready to throw in the towel. I'm like, I, I can't just ask myself all the what ifs and the questions that could drive me bonkers or somebody else. I have to go to that place of saying, okay, what does this mean to me? you know and and it means something and this is what it is and so i state it and uh obviously emotionally those are those are tough times to go through what do you think k scott well i want to say something uh, real quick jason is that you can't and that's things that you can't make those decisions when our emotions are at a high peak there's something about emotions that make us feel everything needs to just be determined all at once. Like I got 50 choices, 50 things I got to figure out. Mm -hmm. And if I can't figure out all 50 immediately now at this moment, that somehow means I need to just let it all go and quit. Right. And, you know, I kind of liken it to, you know, how when you got an air balloon and you're like blowing it up, blowing it up, blowing up, it's kind of alluding to what you were talking about. uh, Cause like, you can't feel like you can't, put too much pressure on the balloon when it's at the, the highest capacity is because there's so much chances of it popping. Yeah. However, as the bubble gets smaller, you got to let it diffuse that emotion, diffuse it, have it sleep on it, just like uh, Jason alluded oh, yeah. to. And for me, when it comes to like reasons of quitting, I want to see if my, like, is it because of you don't have the lack of passion or the purpose anymore in that said field, right? And you want to go another direction or is the environment toxic for you like some people it's just it's not a great fit for them like like dad it's just i don't like the team the chemistry is just making me a worse person my mental health is bad you know etc and then is it allowing my kid to grow you know is it, is it serving my kid the higher person where he's gonna keep evolving or is this just wasting his time and so i think you know from a parent standpoint you can kind of visually see it in their demeanor and their body language and kind of figure out if it more than just them or in a moment type fleeting moment or is it actually a permanent thing like man i've been seeing this pattern for a long time i think this is now to go ahead and call it quits so you know what's interesting and i love the takes that you guys mentioned about you know let the emotions diffuse a little bit and then asking them questions on you know where are you at you know meeting them where they're at you know, Kenny, you just remind me of three steps. I can't remember where I heard this from. If I made it up, it's been a long time. But the three steps are, um, so basically the, the way to remember it is you can't see what you need to do until you see first. So mm. C is an acronym for sleep, 
what was the sleep? Uh, oh, sleep, eat, exercise. S E E. Gotcha. So if you sleep, I was thinking eat, of the other. If you sleep, C, like I know, I know, yeah, no. If you sleep, <laughs> eat. If you sleep, eat, and exercise, and then come back to discuss a conversation. That's usually like a twenty-four hours type of a thing. So if, if it's a big thing you 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 want to take in in your life, you want to make a decision on, you're gonna have a higher probability of, of balancing out all your systems, all of your your um your senses in your body by sleeping, eating, and exercising, then coming back to talk about that same thing again. And so I just remembered it by like you can't see what you need to do till you see first, sleep, eat, exercise, which is one of those things we always know when we're hungry, we're not going to be making good choices. <laughs> or if we're tired, we're not going to be making good choices. Right. And if we're pent up with too much exercise, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I got to exercise my dog before I take him to the dog park because he gets to the dog park. He's like, <laughs> he's like too worked up. But if I yeah. throw the ball and run him first, he's like, okay, he can calm and be relaxed, right? Right. So anyways, just what you'd said made me think about that. I Gosh, it's been years since That's I cool. That I like acronym, that so. one, cause That's too. nice. I literally can't remember. I'm like, did I learn this? Did I make it up? I can't remember. So if I'm plagiarizing someone, I apologize. <laughs> Let's We're say you made it up. Here. I love it. There you go. I, I made it up then. I <laughs> made it. <laughs> I would. I would. I, I would say you know, in in terms of the exercise thing and and all of that, you know, putting yourself in a different environment. So you could even add that as a third E. <laughs> oh yeah. Know, in terms of just like go outside into nature if you've been like in the basketball court or yep. if you're if you're out on the football field don't you don't need to go throw the football around and get more frustrated maybe it's like you need to go see a movie inside yeah. <laughs> like just change the environment that from- exercise could be exercise or entertainment that's the, oh, there you go there you that's go. it yeah maybe maybe add a cee <laughs> yeah. sleep exercise entertainment we need, to, we need to copyright this, man. Because the entertainment could definitely add laughter. And we all know what laughter does for us. Mm. Loosens everything up. Gets you all looser. You're not all tighten. I like that yeah. acronym. I like, like it. C. All right. Nobody can brand it. We we said it here. I know. C-E-E-E. Published. Yeah. Wow. No, no way you can see what you need to do until you huh. see. Yeah, you got to be. <laughs> Jason can sing it out. <laughs> yeah, if I sing, it's Jace, Jace can make up a song like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Which uh, artist uh, is gonna? Which yeah. artist would? So yeah, that's a good question, Jason. What artist would you like imitate with that? See, like you know, <laughs> um, that'd be a John Travolta back when uh, he used to be able to fake sing well. John Travolta, yeah. Well, you can't see by the way I use my exactly. Apology. That's it. Ooh, I, I see another <laughs> keynote. You can right. see. Okay. But, but back to what we're talking about, it, it is heartbreaking. Like you guys just noticed. Mm-hmm. Like you see, if you see your kid down and out and they're sad, whatever. So as a parent, you're gonna want to come in. But like we talked about in last episode, um, if you just you just help them, help them face it. People call it sit with someone where they're at, be present with them. If we want to use more common terminology, and this mm-hmm. is something I was taught by my mentor a long time ago, and this is something that's definitely not mine, something that he came up with, <laughs> is that we got to first just face what we're feeling. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm not good enough to play the sport. I feel like I want to quit. Okay, tell me more about the feelings I want to quit. And just let them go down. Don't be like, well, don't forget, if you quit, then you can't do this, you can't do that. Just kind of let them get it out, let them get it out, mm. let them get out. And then when they're done with it, just sit there with them. Like, oh, man, like, oh, geez, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a tough thing. Like, man, you've worked so hard on this. Yeah. 
And then when you get to the reality thing, it's like, ah, however, knowing you, it's like every time you've tried something and worked really hard at it and you let it go, it's eaten you up in the past. You know, it seems like, you know, maybe other people can just quit, but you're what's called um, a hard worker and you're mm. motivated. So I don't know if it's going to be quitting is going to be so easy for you. Mm. Play that devil's advocate, poke at it a little bit, you I know, like bring it. some reality to the situation, trying to convince our kids that their life will be full of failures and that they will make a huge mistake if they get in the habit of quitting now usually isn't the best sales pitch for them to stop quitting. That's right. Because no. they're not thinking about their future 20, 30 years. They, they don't want to hear your sob stories, mom and dad, about the divorces you went through. And if you would have learned this, they're just sitting there going, okay, can we just hurry and finish this so I can go eat my mac and cheese? I just mm -hmm. want to quit soccer. I didn't, I didn't want to talk about, yeah, I didn't want to go into a life discussion about when I'm 35, even though I'm only 12. Mm -hmm. You know, usually that's not in their frame of reference. It's not where they're at at that particular moment. So just as a parent, bringing it back to them, sitting with them, helping them face it helping them replace it. And then if they still want to take action, they still want to quit, give them a little bit of that C. Give them, like, tell you what, like Jay said, sleep on it, eat on it. Let's go, you know, go watch, let's go watch a movie. Let, let's go grab some cookies. Let's do this, let's do that. And then, um, yeah, let's go grab some cookies. Sorry, I just forgot to turn my phone. Um, and uh, let's do something more than entertainment, relaxing size, and then also throw in some exercise in there as well. Even mm -hmm. if you're out in the back, maybe maybe they're worrying about quitting soccer. Well, let, let's not even play soccer. Let, let's let's just go outside. You know, let's just go ride our bikes. Let's go on the on the trail. Go go for a bike ride. Just something where they're moving. Something where they're entertaining. Something mm -hmm. where they got their belly full and they got a good night's sleep. Right. And you know, I love the idea of the. The, the parent obviously giving suggestions, giving advice, et cetera, but listening at this moment is the most important. Mm -hmm. you know, being that open ear, being fully present, putting the phone away and being like, hey, let's just connect. Whether it's just like getting in the car and going for a drive and saying, hey, just talk to me. I'll just listen. I'm not going to give you advice. I'm just listening now. And you guys, what Jason just said, everybody listen to this, that's so important that you do that because one, your words are more profound and they, they carry more weight when you do eventually speak in that situation mm -hmm. because you've sat back and listened for so long, it's going to be easy to pick your shots, pick the moments you want to speak, pick the things you want to say. You don't have to do so much for them. And that's a big mistake that a lot of us parents do is that we're so used to doing so much for our kids that we weren't told that now's the time we're supposed to do less for them. And so if doing less for them is, is one of the main important uh, topics of this and, and roles of play, well, how do you do less for them with all the information of knowing what they should do? Mm, well, that's a, that's a skill set in and of itself. That, that's a whole different talent. And the way you get good at that is you let them to have more time to talk without telling them what they should done, should have done, should do, or should be scared of in the future. Kind of let them just sit with that and see how uncomfortable that feels. And, you know, quitting is something that they should feel uncomfortable about instead of just feeling it, it's an option. Because it is an option, but it's a very uncomfortable option. Now, now a lot of kids won't go back to school anymore because they're embarrassed to see their teammates. They, they go off and they get involved in other things that aren't good or healthy for them because, you know, those people will accept them because they don't have to try out for the team. They don't have to do anything special. I know a lot of kids that get caught up in, and, you know, little drug clicks and clicks of hanging out with kids who are doing, you know, shady stuff. And 
a lot of them have similar stories. A lot of them have the stories where I didn't feel like I was good enough in sports or in the social aspect to feel like I really had anything to do in there. So I just quit trying it all entirely. And I just went to the, the groups of people that accepted me without any questions. And unfortunately, some of the most accepting groups are the groups where all you got to do is do drugs and or dress mm. a certain way. And then you're part of the club. Wow. That's true. Said. Well, thank you guys. The message is still very clear. You guys, meaning our listeners, the, the teachers, the coaches, the parents are listening to this. You guys have the most influence over the kids. So if you're listening, this is a coach, you got a kid who wants to quit. This information is still helpful as a parent, as a teacher, you're going to come across kids that want to quit. It's part of our job. Part of our job description is not to stop them from quitting, but to make it such a difficult decision for them because we're going to use reality. Mm-hmm. We're not going to double down if they're mad, say, fine, I'm mad at you. Go ahead and quit. I don't care because we're frustrated. Well, we need to get some sleep, some eat, some exercise and entertainment right. before we give advice like that as parents because we get frustrated too. Sometimes we're like, fine, quit then. I don't care. I'm tired of convincing you that you need to do this. Well, you're not going to get that frustrated if you're doing less work and you're going to be doing less work if your kids get to talk about it more. And if they talk about it more, that means you did a good job of helping them face it, replace it, and they can come up with a better plan, Mm -hmm. which hopefully means they don't quit or just give it a little bit longer of a run to try it. And then that way it's not a quitting. It's just a choice. Right. Boom. Okay. All right, you guys. Well, thank you as always for following us here on the episodes. Uh, Hopefully you guys like those last three episodes where we talked about sports related questions for your kids. We'll be following those up with more back to school questions as back school's time is upon us. And until next time, you guys remember if you ever just down, depressed, you know, not feeling good, just on your knees saying, man, what do I do? What do I do? Just remember, Come talk to your OGs. Come listen to us and any other OGs you have in your life, Mm -hmm. not just us. There's lots of people out there that got great information. We're not the end-all, be-all for helpful information for your kids. Until next time, you guys, be cool.